As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business and your life? Monique Russell hosts a fantastic podcast called Bridge to You. Monique, tell us what this show's about. Jason, we share systems and stories that break barriers to diversity and inclusion among Black cultures for an enlightened way of living. Awesome. Where can people subscribe? You can find us at marketingpodcast.net or wherever you subscribe to your podcast. You heard her. Go subscribe. You might laugh, but actually that's what generally happens with a lot of uh, conferences, a lot of events. They spend so much time marketing it in the lead up to the event. And it's almost... Uh, you know, on the day of the event, they breathe a sigh of relief and they think, oh, thank goodness that's over. Then they sleep for three hours. Uh, no, sorry, three months. And then they start <laughs> the marketing engine again. Hello, 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 and welcome to this very special episode of The Extra Shot. That is the podcast that I co-host with my wonderful co-host, Making Sang, where we discuss the hottest topics in digital marketing. But like I said, this is a very special episode because we're not here right now. No, we're not recording this live like we normally do. We're actually recording this at some random place in time and space. So instead of talking about hot topic, I want to talk about something that's very close to making's heart. And that is live FOMO and post FOMO, which just sounds bizarre. Tell me, what do you mean by that? <laughs> well, hello, Amanda. It's lovely to see you again. Um, I um, think that uh, people are missing a trick. And so that's why I wanted to draw attention to it, because we're all amazing at drawing attention to our campaign, to our uh, launch, whatever it is. Uh, and we do a lot of work in marketing that in the lead up to our thing that we want to sell. Now, I call that period pre-FOMO. And we're, we're amazing at doing that, absolutely amazing about, uh, at doing that. But I think the thing that people miss out on is marketing for your next event and the best time to market your next event or your next campaign or your next course, is it this one? And that's what I call live FOMO. And so that's my specialty. And I love uh, for people to do more of it or hire the best and number one FOMO creator if you want to. Shameless plug alert. <laughs> <laughs> but in reality, though, 
people do miss out by not promoting their event um, whilst they're in the midst of it or campaign or you know whatever it is you are launching whilst you are in the midst of it you really are missing a trick because your energy is there you're already in the heart of it you're like oh you're excited the attendees are there you're interacting with people or you know whatever it is you're doing so you may as well spend a bit more a teeny bit more energy in pushing it out there to those people who who haven't made it you know or who are sitting on the fence lurking thinking oh is this good good for me what 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 do you think and so you know just to use your um analytics day um as an example amanda you obviously hired the number one the best fomo creator for the day <laughs> i did i did <laughs> But you spent a lot of time in trying to get people to register for Analytics Day, which is what we all do. We spend a lot of time in the pre-FOMO bit. But live FOMO is the best time to market your next event because people are, um, you know, absolutely loving the event. They're listening to the speakers. They're engaging with each other and so on. And by capturing that and hiring someone dedicated to capture that and put it out onto the socials outside of your you know, uh, outside of your event, that's where the magic happens. Because if people were sitting on the fence or they missed the correspondence about your event, but they see what's going on, then they'll think, oh my goodness, I've missed out on this. I need to book onto the next one. So that's why it's really important that uh, you hire someone dedicated to create that content, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's on Instagram stories, Facebook, uh, TikTok, uh, LinkedIn, I've done them all. You hire someone dedicated to create those live bits of information, get it onto um, the social so that people can get excited. And that's what I call live uh, FOMO. Now, have you got any questions, any thoughts about that at all, Amanda? I was thinking, so it is great to have someone doing the live FOMO for you. Obviously, I'm a big fan of that. Obviously, right? So, um, is there a way though that I'm just thinking about various events I go to and I think we forget sometimes that marketing events are different. So we go to a lot of marketing conferences and people there tend to share what they see all the time on social media. So maybe in those cases we think, oh, you don't look at this. It's all happening. All my attendees are doing it. And then I'll go to another conference that isn't a marketing conference and nobody shares because it's not kind of like in their psyche to do that. Do you think, you know, is there anything we can do? I mean, obviously they need a FOMO creator. We know that. Is there anything we can do to help get those people sharing? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I've seen it done by non-digital marketing conferences where you encourage people who attend uh, to create, you know, good um, social media content to put out onto the socials. So this is what we call in the business as user-generated content. And uh, you entice people, you give them incentives to do just that. So if you are an event organizer or you are, you know, about to do a book launch or product launch or service launch, encouraging the people who are participating and give them an incentive to um, put stuff out there to get your lurkers excited is the best thing to do. So 
first of all, get a hashtag, you know, use a hashtag and make that hashtag consistent. Let people know what your hashtag is. Let people know how to write the hashtag. Is it in lowercase? Is it in uppercase? Is it title case? Does it have 23 at the end or is it 2023? You know, whatever it is uh, your hashtag is. So make sure that you get people to um, use the hashtag but also incentivize people to create those social media posts. You know, what's in it for the attendees to create that content? So, you know, giving quick prizes for the best social media post or, um, you know, doing a prize draw or if you've got sponsors to your event, you know, maybe they can give you a gift and you can promote that and say that, you know, um, that these gifts will be available to the best um, social media post. Uh, and if there are particular platforms that you want people to post on, you know, so one of my clients uh, last week just wanted Instagram stories. And so she um, several times throughout the event, she would uh, say, um, make sure you share and tag me in it on your Instagram stories, um, you know, which was absolutely brilliant. So incentivizing people, getting people involved in a hashtag uh, and letting people know how they can get involved. That's how uh, you can get people excited. And I see this uh, done all the time um, with, as I say, with digital marketing conferences, but also non-digital marketing conferences as well. Um, and that's the best way of, um, you know, bridging the gap between social media and PR, showcasing that your event is incredible, showcasing that people are having a good time, creates um you know that fomo because uh, the lurkers are buzzing excited they're seeing all this content um out there and everybody wins everybody wins being you know because it's a bit of fun for everybody and you know what i think that's um even more effective at non-marketing conferences because i think you know us marketers we have a little group of marketing friends and then we have our other friends who've no idea what we're up to and they probably get <laughs> sick of seeing us sharing things <laughs> there's another story about an event they're at <laughs> whereas if you manage to get somebody that isn't constantly sharing that stuff that isn't a marketer like you're reaching their connections and friends that would never hear about you otherwise and who aren't being like bombarded with stuff from that person all the time. So I love that tip. Thank you. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business and your life? Monique Russell hosts a fantastic podcast called Bridge to You. Monique, tell us what this show's about. Jason, we share systems and stories that break barriers to diversity and inclusion among Black cultures for an enlightened way of living. Awesome. Where can people subscribe? You can find us at marketingpodcast.net or wherever you subscribe to your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Danielle Wiley hosts a great podcast called The Art of Sway. Danielle, tell us what you talk about on the show. The Art of Sway brings listeners inside the world of marketing as seen through the lens of influence. So each week I chat with an expert guest for a lively discussion about connecting ideas with audiences in an attempt to uncover all the ways influence impacts how and what we discover, purchase, and recommend to each other. Wow. And where can people subscribe? Go to theartofswaypodcast.com, find the show at marketingpodcasts.net, or search for The Art of Sway wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. So you were going to go on to post-FOMO. Tell me about that. So post-FOMO, that's the moment when we want to collapse at an end of an event and you tell us we still have to work, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm afraid so, Amanda. And, you, you know, and um, 
you know, you might laugh, but actually that's what generally happens with a lot of uh, conferences, a lot of events. They spend so much time marketing it in the lead up to the event. And it's almost, at, you know, on the day of the event, they breathe a sigh of relief and they think, oh, thank goodness that's over. Then they sleep for three hours, uh, no, sorry, three months, and then they start the marketing engine again. And as I mentioned, you know, the best time to market your event, it, you know, your next event is at this one. So don't forget the live FOMO, but also post FOMO. So after your event has happened, don't forget to remind people because it doesn't matter if you've got your biggest fans, your biggest um, followers, you know, who absolutely love what you do. They're not going to be looking at your stuff 24-7. So therefore, they may have missed a few things that you've, um, you know, you've talked about. So post FOMO is about reminding people about what just happened, what a good time people just had, what people uh, missed out on. And this is where you can get your, you know, your ticket for next time. So that period, the post FOMO bit is just a nice, gentle reminder for people to remind them to say, this is what happened. Don't worry if you missed it because we do it all again next year or next month or whenever your next event is. And this is where you can book on. And again, if you've created some fantastic content that was live at the event or you've managed to get your uh, attendees to create that user generated content, this is all real. This is all raw. It's all live. It's all, you know, it's not polished. It's not edited. And so it tells the truth. It tells the truth about your event and how amazing it is and what experience people have had. So by reminding people after the event, you know, this post-FOMO period, you're giving another chance for people to sign up who haven't already signed up. And again, that's the missing piece that I see from a lot of conferences because they work so hard uh, in the lead up to it. They're a bit knackered. <laughs> so they think, I can't be bothered to market anymore. I'm done. I'm done. But if you've done your maths correctly, you know, if you've uh, contacted the people and got them to uh, create content for you, all that content will already be uh, out there for you, which means that it makes your job a lot easier. All you need to do is put them together into a lovely video or a, a lovely reel or however you uh, however, which way you want to put it together. And obviously, the way to make sure that you do that is you have to plan for it I'm thinking you don't just go all right the conference over now I have to start my post FOMO so what would you what what should what sort of plan should they have in place you know should they be collecting specific types of content during the event or should they just go well we need to launch a new ticket price on this date you know what is it that they should plan in advance of that yeah that's a great question um definitely um they should be planning about um you know even having the the link to um you know your next events you know whether that's next month or next year uh if you've got influences in your space and you know it doesn't matter what industry you are in you will have some people who are influential in your space so reaching out to those influencers and perhaps giving them an affiliate link to give them an incentive to actually promote your event would be a good idea so that's the kind of thing that you can do um and um you know make it really 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 easy for people to market on your behalf you know that's the best thing that you can do um now i've been involved in some conferences who are just so good at doing this uh and a uh, case in point the fabulous andrew and pete you know, we are lovers of Andrew and Pete and their incredible conference at Tomicon. Hang on, they we're not their so... lovers. I just thought I'd point that out. Sorry to break your stream. 
carry on. We're not their lovers. We love them. Yeah. Okay. Don't tell That's Steve. exactly right. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> now, they, Andrew and Pete, are amazing. They make it so easy for us because we love their conference anyway. But they make it so easy for us as influencers to spread the word and tell the world about their conference you know they give us uh fabulous emails which have fabulous um videos um reels if you're on instagram um they give us a uh, fabulous photographs they give us instructions and guidelines on what they want us to do you know so that we don't you know sort of uh, uh break their branding rules or anything like that but they make it really easy they give us a whole series of different email templates as well so that's the kind of thing that you can do. Make it easy for your influencers to market in your behalf. And if you give it to them on a the plate, then all they need to do is just click, post it onto their LinkedIn, TikTok or whichever platforms. So that's the kind of thing that you can do in anticipation of you promoting your event post FOMO in order to get tickets for your next uh, next one. Um, does that answer your question? Yes, yes. And I just had that worry that, you know, people, I know, like, I didn't do a great job on analytics day, I and mean, it was on my list, you know, make sure you have like a registration page for next year. I didn't, I didn't get around to that. But it was just one of those things. For those of you who don't know, analytics day was my first virtual conference about analytics that we ran on the day or the day before um, Google was supposed to switch over from Universal Analytics to Google Analytics 4. And I'm definitely running it again next year on the first of July I think um, but I decided this year I was going to try and manage as much as I could on my own so I'd know what I needed to outsource next year and that's why my post FOMO fell through so obviously next year I need to plan that ahead but I have I know this FOMO creator might chat to see what, uh, <laughs> see what we need to do for that so I think that'll be good so that's really good and yeah I think Andrew and Pete do a really I think at the end of Atomicon 2020 what year is it? 2023. They sold um, like 500 tickets that day for the next one. So that just shows yes. they did have you tweeting, but they had other people doing stuff as well. So they'd obviously invested quite yes. a bit. And also while I'm there, just in praise of Andrew and Pete, they they always do things that have like a that are very easy to share. So they had like a giant whack-a-mole for one of the sponsors. <laughs> You know, and like that was just like not many people used it, but the people who did were filming each other using it. You can be sure. And it was like basically humans with helmets on and a giant thing that you could hit them on the head with. It was fabulous. So, you know, that's the sort of thing. Yes, all the stage stuff gets shared, but people get tired of seeing the stage all the time. You know, what else is going on? You yeah. want to see people. And in their case, it's people having fun. Now, depending on your event, it might not be. So, mm. um, yes. So you need to kick my bottom because I'm not swearing because we're on the podcast you need to kick my bum next year into making sure I do some post FOMO right you did hint at it this year I'm not saying that you didn't <laughs> and I was just like yeah guys you remember me going on holiday right, so, so right so pre-FOMO is the stuff where you're trying to sell your thing yes live FOMO is when your thing is actually happening and that's what you excel at even though you do help with the other pieces but you know hire someone like yes. that to do that post FOMO is yes. what you do afterwards to keep the momentum going and sell for the next time so it could be the next event or the next launch that you have and then Absolutely. Um, 
I just thought I'd bring in an example to finish with because many years ago when I ran another podcast I talked to the marketing person from the Electric Picnic which is Ireland's biggest festival making's nodding because we've talked about it on the show before it's not like I'm obsessed it's just down the road from me um, <laughs> and he was saying at the time that they have a 365 marketing strategy so they don't just at the end of the electric picnic pack everything up and go home and they don't just share like here's us cleaning up and here's the rubbish you left and this is what we're doing with I think this yes. year what they gave that we were they were housing Ukrainian refugees in the tents until they got permanent accommodation for them which I thought was really cool oh, but they have wow. something going out or they did have something going out every day on the social accounts to keep the momentum going for you know we've got to go next year we've got to go next year and even though they sell out as soon as the tickets come out I think that's just that's because they've been doing that for years so just wanted to finish on that example as one that just proves no, and I'm yeah and I'm so glad you brought it up you know it's like uh, our minds were aligned because I was thinking yes I do remember Amanda telling me about this uh, company that just marketed every day and, and I'm so glad you brought it up because you know Again, if you have, um, if you've got the right community, if you've spoken to your community and they've created all this user-generated content, you have definitely got enough to market for every day. Because that, you know, that's one of the things that people struggle with. It's like, oh, what shall I write about? What shall I write about? But if you've got this content, you know, if your event is good, I'm assuming it's good. If you've got great speakers. I'm assuming you've got great speakers. If you've got fantastic sponsors, I'm assuming you've got fantastic sponsors. And that extra source as well. So for, um, in, you know, in terms of Andrew and Pete, it's, you know, to have fun. Um, and whatever your conference is, you'll have that extra source. As long as you can capture that and, and bottle that, release that every day onto your socials, you should have enough content to, you know, constantly mark, uh, market without being too spammy or uh, icky at all. And it means, therefore, then you sort of get out of this uh, wheel, this marketing wheel of marketing as much as you can in the lead up to it and then fall asleep on the day of and afterwards and then wake up three months later and start the cycle again. It doesn't need to be a cycle if you do this FOMO thing correctly. Yeah, that makes sense. So get lots of content at the event is really important. Otherwise, you will run out of stuff to talk about. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Great, great tips. And I'm sure like anyone that's thinking of running an event or a launch, that's a lot of things that they need to think about. And yeah, that post launch stuff is just I'm just even thinking for like a digital product that post launch stuff. You know, just because you didn't buy this site, we haven't forgotten about you, I think is is good, too. So great tips Absolutely. thank you making thank you for the, this very special extra bonus no it's not in a bonus shot it's an extra shot it's just the normal <laughs> extra it's not a bonus extra those words don't make sense together but thank you for that that's been really helpful and um i hope you've all enjoyed listening to it of course if you want to see more of this sort of thing if you want to hear a regular show and some of the bonus shows you can subscribe to the extra shot wherever you get your podcasts and just in case you find one of those other podcasts that's called the extra shot and actually doesn't record anymore because there are some out there but they don't record anymore so it's okay we are the two lovely ladies 
I hate the term ladies. I don't know why I said that. We are the two lovely women, wonderful women. We are the two wonder women, in fact, on a purple background pointing at the camera. That is the extra shot you want to subscribe to. So please do. And if there is an option to rate wherever you listen to your podcast, please do that as well. And um, let everyone know that you're listening. We'd love to see photos of you listening because I just thought of that from talking to May King and what we should be generating during the show. So thanks for listening. We will be back. When? Same back time, same back place. Next week. Until then. Bye-bye. Bye. With many thanks to um, David Paramore, my brother-in-law, for the end You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business and your life? Monique Russell hosts a fantastic podcast called Bridge to You. Monique, tell us what this show's about. Jason, we share systems and stories that break barriers to diversity and inclusion among Black cultures for an enlightened way of living. Awesome. Where can people subscribe? You can find us at marketingpodcast.net or wherever you subscribe to your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.